The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, Amy Smalley and Stephen Scott help you apply Proverbs power by learning how to communicate without being misunderstood. People lean into conversations when you ask them questions like, what is it that you need? What, how can I help? Instead of saying, well, this is what you need to do, you know, and, and well, I know I can solve your problems in two seconds. You know, and a lot of times that's what, you know, husbands sometimes will do is like, I got this. Just don't have that as a friend. Don't have her as your friend anymore. so much for joining us. I'm Betty and this is James. Yeah, and we're thrilled to have um, the daughter-in-law of Gary Smalley who just, I, I guess, blessed marriage and family about as much as anybody on the planet. And uh, his daughter-in-law's here and she's here with uh, Steve Scott who has just published some tremendous transforming books because they're full of the transforming word of the living God. Jesus' words, Solomon's words, and now he's got a series that is on audio, uh, Proverbs Power, where he's talking about uh, the real, uh, uh, let's say, how, how, to, how to succeed based upon the wisdom of God. Well, Amy really was impacted by what he's sharing, even though she had heard a lot from a wonderful father-in-law and wonderful husband who teaches these great concepts too. So she's joining us. I want you to welcome Steve Scott, and Amy Smalley to Life Today. Would you? Thank you. Glad to have you. Okay, okay, Steve. Do you want to just hand the ball to Amy right up front? Or do you want her to take the, how do you want to do this? Well, let me just give the background. So we decided to do this mentoring series on Proverbs, and it's it's very specific. It's not just it's not just a proverb and then preaching on it. What we what changed my life was being mentored in skills and techniques to apply the Proverbs to our moment-by-moment -moment walk with Christ, to our, our business life, our marriage, relationships, parenting. Proverbs applies to everything, everything. Uh, in fact, I tell people there's not a single important question in life that Proverbs hasn't given an answer to, but having the answer isn't enough. We need the practical application. We need the Holy Spirit to empower us, but we also need to know specifically what to do. And uh, so I asked Amy when we were putting the series together to do it with me. So she basically, uh, she introduces each session and then I go ahead and I mentor the listener in that, in those, and we have a, a, a guidebook to help you through the material. And then afterwards, Amy and I go ahead and dialogue and we get into some of the practical things that she has seen mm -hmm. those Proverbs apply to uh, her marriage ministry. She and her husband have a marriage ministry that's been for years now. I'm sure they're into the decades. <laughs> Where would they find it? Our viewers online, if they wanted to know what she and her husband are doing, what would be go the ahead. website? Smalleyinstitute.com. We have, uh, we've done a marriage intensive 
intensives and we've researched what is it, you know, what I love about what Gary, I called him Poppy, um, <laughs> what, what he did was talking about how can you apply principles and that's what he did. That's basically what he started with Steve mm -hmm. is he started kind of how do you apply these principles to your marriage, to your life, to your work. And when he, you do that, and that's really what we do with our couples on one, two, three days straight, we work with a couple and we teach them how to love well, how to, in this, in this session that we're talking about, the communication, a lot of the skills that we teach our couples, that's what I love dialoguing with Steve about because I'm like, oh my gosh, that is just like this concept. That is just like taking a time out. Of course, that is right. Of course, Proverbs would talk about that. Now, and again, the website, if they want to know what you and your husband are doing, what's the website? Smalleyinstitute.com. <laughs> all right, there it is. Now then, okay, so now you all are, you know, working together, which is wonderful. And for some reason, she is excited about the communication, <laughs> the communication aspect. So tell me, why is that so important and how she's involved okay. in it and her importance in it? Well, like we mentioned in the last show was that... Um, Communication's the number one problem in business, number one problem in marriage, number one problem in parenting. And Betty touched on something really important, and that is the frame of reference, the perspective of the person you are talking to. That's where you start. You don't start with how you're feeling and what you want to say. You start by listening mm. and learning what the other person is saying and feeling. And to do that, you actually need some techniques, some skill sets. So what I love about Amy is Gary mentored me in the skill sets to apply all the proverbs on communication. For me in business, it made me literally, it made our company billions of dollars. We were able, uh, before those techniques, I was in life insurance and in six months before I was fired, I sold two policies, one to me and one to my best friend. <laughs> But after learning these skill sets in communication, I sold over 2 million life insurance and health insurance policy with only two minutes of communication mm. with a viewer. Mm. That's the power of these techniques. And I generated over 40 million phone calls to all of our different product lines using the very techniques that, that Gary taught me to apply the Proverbs. Mm -hmm. So now the reason I wanted Amy to talk yeah. on this is because she's in the trenches with couples that are really in bad shape. And not they're either separated or about to get divorced. Mm -hmm. No, they're not communicating. You know what I thought about when we were thinking about when you have to listen to that other person a little bit, and Betty pointed that out yesterday. <laughs> you go in to buy something, <clears throat> and the guy that comes up, or the salesperson, trying to tell you what they've got to mm. sell you and what you need. Oh, yeah. That person makes you want to go to the next yeah. store. <laughs> that's oh, manipulation. But, but if Nobody they, likes right. being And that's the way so many people operate, which is the way the devil operates. Mm -hmm. right. But if they act like, what do you want? Mm -hmm. What do you need? What do you? And they act like they care. Would you call that a good first step in communication, Steve? It's critical. It's critical. In fact, the sales, my, my nephew has the most successful sales program in, in, the univer, in academia. Uh, amazing what it, what his team has accomplished. He created the curriculum. The very first thing he teaches is authenticity. Mm. And authenticity is discovering the true need of the person. Mm. And he teaches people, if your product doesn't meet that need, you admit it right away. And guess what? That person will refer you to 10 other people mm. because you didn't sell them. See, marriage, we don't want to sell. It's not about her selling Michael on something she wants to do, but rather 
it's about her clearly communicating mm -hmm. her heart and her mind mm -hmm. to where Michael can hear it, and then together they can figure out how to resolve any situation. But I don't want to steal your thunder. <laughs> Go ahead. No, well, I, I, it makes me think about what do we want in a relationship? Do we want to win or do we want to have a great relationship? <laughs> and really, if you think about it, Proverbs really has a, has a lot to say about what, how do you get to a place where your relationship wins, where your growth wins. I think Michael and I, I thought last hard decision of my life, I married Gary Smalley's son, oh, we're just going to skate through life. Not so. <laughs> no, you know, we were fighting, you know, like cats and dogs and, you know, and I'm a more vocal, I've got a lot of energy and so, you know, and Mike could be like, oh, why am we yelling? And I'm like, this is what we do. This is me being passionate, you know, and he just did not understand that at all. And so for me, that, I learned how to communicate in a way that was, that was gentle, that was, it was persuasive, but it was not in a way that, that, that disrupted him hearing me. And like what you were just saying about when you, you people lean into conversations, when you ask them questions like, what is it that you need? What, how can I help? Instead of saying, well, this is what you need to do, you know, and, <laughs> and well, I know I can solve your problems in two seconds. You know, and a lot of times that's what, you know, husbands sometimes will do is like, I got this. Just don't have that as a friend. Don't have her as your friend anymore. Well, it doesn't really work that way as a, as a, as a woman. We're not just going to, you know. Yeah, don't think girls are pretty anymore. <laughs> you got me. I'm the only pretty one on the planet. You know, so you got to be struck blind. Here's the deal. The honesty. And I, I, we have so much fun. I point out to Betty. I watch the ladies. The ladies watch the ladies more than the men watch the ladies. <laughs> the ladies it watch is. the way ladies are dressed more than women. men watch the way. The ladies notice the hair and the eyes and the lips and the figure. <laughs> they, they just notice it. They'll even come in and tell me, did you see she had small ankles? It's, just, I mean, it's crazy all the things they talk about. Here's the deal, though. If we get all edgy and touchy to where we can mm. understand reality, and, and really have a conversation, you could just build animosity and hostility mm -hmm. immediately. Did y'all see that in a lot of your marriage oh, counseling absolutely. sessions? What you're just talking about is called a negative belief. And when the, th the reason why the two of you are just so casual <laughs> with each other about different things is because you know underline A, there's a deep-seated commitment, a commitment to each other, a commitment to God. And when you have that, you know how important incredibly precious Betty is, and you speak about her that way. That he, you, the way that Betty speaks about you know that you you love each other. And so guess what? I can I can recognize a pretty flower, because it's a pretty flower. It's just something. Yeah, absolutely. And but when you have that negative belief and there's unresolved conflict that's happened, and you've, you, there's something and there's like, oh, why, you know, and we were talking about you're battling facts, or you're battling opinions about different things, and, and it gets you into that stuck position. Well, then you start thinking negatively about each other. And we start thinking, well, this isn't the guy that I married. This isn't the woman I married. She, all she is is a nag or all he, he doesn't care. And you have all those negative beliefs. But when you're able to train your brain to say, you know what? No, that isn't, you know, I need to be thinking about positive things about my spouse. I need to be able to resolve things and, and come to a positive belief about each other. Then those little things, they don't matter anymore. You know, we're having to work through something right now at my age and her age is she doesn't what ever like that? Well, she, she never likes me to tell that her age is like a month behind my age. Exactly. She says, why do you always have to tell me? Just tell my old yarn. I know, yeah. But at but but my age, we, we have a little tension rising up because I don't hear very well. Mm. And so I have my hearing aids in right now, and I hate them. See, but he doesn't just, wear them at home. No, no, because see, if I wear them, I need a psychiatrist to get me out of what I feel. <laughs> 
because it's just like somebody's tickling my ears all the time. It's driving me crazy. I just want to itch him. I want to scratch him. But okay, so, so I don't hear real well. And she's always so sweet. But sometimes I'll not hear it well. She'll repeat it, and then she'll shout it. <laughs> And, 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 and then, then I heard it, but it didn't, I didn't it like didn't it. Have the, yeah, it didn't, didn't like, like it. it. I said, hang on a minute there. <laughs> you know, I feel like you're dissing me. Mm-hmm. That means disrespect. Guys don't like to be disrespected. Yeah. They can take a lot, but not that. Our pastor, Robert Morris, and Jimmy mm-hmm. Evans both teach. I bet y'all taught yeah. on that. Yeah. Men yeah, don't like to be disrespected. Is that true? Yeah. Like the number one need yeah. of a man is to feel admired and respected. No number question. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and so I'll say, Betty, and it really kind of bothers her. Well, you can't hear, she says. See, that didn't even sound like it, but you say it, don't you? It's no, not, yeah, it's not, not quite like you said Not quite like it. <laughs> At least you have an excuse. <laughs> I get <laughs> accused of not listening, too. <laughs> yeah. But I can't hear. But anyway, the point is, here's the deal. We actually reach a place, so we couldn't talk about it openly, where she is hearing me, that it is important not to disrespect. And I can tell her, honey, you step from getting me over where I could hear it to where you were just like mad at me. I don't want you to be mad at me because I didn't hear I want to hear. See, this is this is called communication. Yeah, absolutely. And it's called open, honest communication. Remember, that's what we title it in our book on marriage. Open, honest communication. Mm-hmm. Not make-believe, not sugarcoat something. This is how we talk. How do you handle somebody like me who will come back forcefully? How, <laughs> women are saying, how do you endure that? whatever that is you're married to. I remember when we first married and we were trying to communicate, <laughs> you know, and we never called them really. We had a little arguments, but they yeah. could get pretty loud too. Yeah. But I, I always felt like because he could speak so well, he could always win the, uh, mm-hmm. the argument because he could outword me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I would just pout, like he said, yeah. and just shut, shut up down. and pout, you know. He, he didn't want me to pout. No. <laughs> well, it doesn't help communication. No. Because you ultimately you want a great relationship. But see, there are Proverbs again. Proverbs says that harsh words yes. stir up anger. Yeah. Okay, but soft words de-escalate. I taught that to my children when they were just little. They'd be, you'd hear the volume go up. They'd be fighting, and I'd come in and talk softly, and they'd have to stop talking just to hear Dad. And then I taught the principal, and they know how to de-escalate any argument. That's just one. There's 30 proverbs, 30 on communication. <laughs> he answers every problem, and it's then a big we deal. add the yeah. techniques mm-hmm. so that you can, so you can go ahead. So you, what you want to do, is you want Betty to always feel honored. I do. She he wants does. you to always feel admired mm-hmm. and respected. Mm-hmm. Well, communication really tears important. that down in 30 seconds. Not even 30, a single word mm-hmm. can tear that yeah, down. Tone. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tone. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. once again, we get into all of that. And, and of course, the techniques were supplied <laughs> by Poppy. Okay. <laughs> sure. And, uh, but, but all the wisdom behind it is, is from the book of Proverbs. And, and don't you think this is a, a, an ongoing thing in your relationship? It's not something that you do, you arrive at, and then everything's no. just... You have to do it every day. All the time. No. You have to work on yeah. it every minute of every day. Well, and I love that you guys have it. You're at a different stage now. Mm-hmm. You probably didn't have that argument about no. volume, you we know, didn't. 20 no, years no. ago. No. But it was something else, mm-hmm. you know. And and whatever it is, it's about. But you you love and you respect mm-hmm. and you honor each other and you want your speech. You want to go. Oh, so when you when you you know said it in a tone, you're like, oh, that probably did. Yeah, I was frustrated in that moment because you're not wearing your hearing aids, you know, or whatever. <laughs> 
through it, right? And you know, if he would just wear his hearing aids at home, then I wouldn't have this problem, right? But, well, that's, but she thinks that's so, yeah. but, but that. But there's a. It, the but problem. you can understand that. But guess what? But then you can also understand. I understand. I don't want his ears to itch all day no. or whatever. <laughs> I want to feel like he has to. So you 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 give give each other grace, and, and, and when you have and that, you make allowances for one another. And when you do that, it just makes each other go. <sighs> and then and then it's a comfortable home. Betty and I have so much fun working through our challenges. You know what she said? You, you know, you got this word power. You're just really really. You know, you really, you, you just get crafty. You know what the, she said? You have learned how to apologize in such a way as to make me feel like it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's an art form. Anybody, that's an art, art form. form. <laughs> and, and the first time she told me it, I thought, man, I didn't realize I was doing that, but I think maybe that's exactly what I was doing. I want to apologize in such a way as to make her feel like it's her fault. See, and, and here's the deal, though. What, what's, the, what's the uniqueness of even telling you that? That's part of growing in the grace and knowledge of the Lord. Mm -hmm. That we can actually look at that, go ahead and acknowledge it, mm -hmm. even if it was nonsense, foolish, or deliberate. And we laugh about it because that's not, what, that's not what an apology is. An apology is not to put blame on the other person. It's not even just to stand here and blame each other. Mm -hmm. It's to let the one who took the shame and the blame who bore it to get it off of us, let's quit putting it back on ourselves and on each other. Mm -hmm. Would you call this communication, Steve? Absolutely. That's the heart of communication. But see, you're, you guys have learned some skill sets just through trial and error that work for you. We want to uh, help people that, that, uh, to avoid the trial yes. and error and give them the skill sets that Gary gave me. All right. We are offering this to every person who would like to have it, who will do something, who will do something that's very, very important, and that's touch someone Amen. with the love we have, the love of God. Would you all just say thanks to Amy and thanks to Steve Scott for being a blessing to us here on Life Today. And I, and I, want, to, I want to show all of you, listen to me, Sheila Walsh is anointed and gifted by God. Anointed is an enabling by God, a divine enabling. She can communicate. But here's what I want you to understand. She's not just communicating a woman's heart, not even a mother's heart. She's communicating God's heart. Now, now listen to me. She's going to talk about mothers. She's going to talk about love, but, but, but please get this. What she's really communicating, and I don't want you to miss it. She's communicating more than the heart of a mother. She's not only communicating the heart of a father, but the Father and the Lord Jesus. Now, I want you to hear it, and then I want you just to respond as the Holy Spirit that's in you as a believer. I think that's even in you as a human being created in the image of God. You respond. Watch closely. Listen carefully. Death due to malnutrition. It's why so many of these small graves are dug daily at this cemetery in a place called Catumbella. 
It's in villages like these where the death cycle starts off as simple hunger pains. Each day, mothers struggle to find enough food for their children, all the while hoping and praying that their children won't be next to succumb to the ravages of starvation. On a recent trip to Angola, Life's Mission team member Sheila Walsh witnessed firsthand the devastating toll of malnutrition. This is Maria. She's, she's just like me. She's a mom. The only difference is that Maria was born in Angola. And her little baby girl, Maria, was born in Angola at this time when there's such a crisis going on. You're never going to believe it, but this precious little girl who weighs six pounds is one year and seven months old. A year and seven months, and she weighs six pounds. I, I don't know if you can see, oh, darling, I don't want to hurt you, but can you see her skin? I, I didn't understand this before I got here, but with severe malnutrition, the first organ to shut down is the skin. It's as if all the reserves go to try and protect what's left inside. So as you can see, her skin has begun to literally peel off her body. James and Betty, you have sat here over and over and over through the years, faithfully serving and feeding millions. But I know you'll see this. This is a fresh crisis. This is a fresh urgency. This will not wait. We talk about life where it's needed most, where it's needed most is right here, but even more than that, where it's needed most is in the villages where these darling children live. They need our help, and they need it now. Wow, and Sheila, you're just such a precious gift. Sheila, we love you. Thank you for helping us at Life and Life Outreach, Life Today. Share the love of Jesus. It's beautiful to watch it in you. And yes, Betty and I have been there for 50 years. I've been traveling to the ends of the earth to proclaim the gospel 25 years. We marched into hell for a heavenly cause. That's what we've done with the mission fields. Now then to have someone like Sheila and others that are able to communicate that is such an incredible blessing because she's affirming what we've told you for years and she also gets to see the power of love working. Betty, when you listen to Sheila there and you see that little girl, I just, I, I, I would like us to kind of pull her little face back up just real close and you just look at this precious little child and the skin is just literally dying and then she's so precious and she doesn't know what anybody's talking about. But that little girl, that little girl could have a life and someday have her own little girl and have a marriage and have the joys that we've experienced and I want it for them. I want it, Sheila wants it, and, and the missionaries want it. I believe you want it, but here's the deal. We can give it to her. Betty, our, our viewers can give mm -hmm. that little girl a future. Absolutely. We've just shown you what real hunger looks like. Have you ever been hungry? Maybe you got up early one morning, you didn't, you skipped breakfast, you didn't have time. But boy, by noontime, you say, man, I'm getting kind of hungry. So you go stop, grab you something, a bite to eat, or you go back home and get something out of the refrigerator. Oh, I feel better. I got to eat something. Can you imagine? That's not hunger. This is hunger. They go days and weeks without food. These precious children never have a chance at life because they don't know what it's like to be able to eat at least one meal a day when we usually eat three meals a day. I hope your heart's been touched by what you just saw. Sheila out there on the field, she knows what it's like. She's been there just like we have. I want you to 
let God show you what you can do to help these precious children. They're worth it. You have children, you know everything you can do for them from your heart is worth it. You give everything for them. Well, we need to give what we can give to help these children. Please join with us. Let's give them a long life. We can do it. We've saved the lives of way over 10 million little children like that. Most of them we're able to get to in the feeding centers where we have set up with the missionary's direction right on the site right now to feed over 400,000 malnourished. That's one of the extreme cases you saw there. The feeding keeps them from getting there, but your love also provides for that last ditch effort, you might say, to save them. And so often it works. If you can give $100 to feed 10 children like that, would you do it right now, please? $50 or 30 for five or for three. Keep this in mind because we're really blessed in many parts of the world where we can do even more than you might think. $1,000 feeds 100 kids for the next months. Could you do that? We have special gifts to send you. Any gift, we're sending you the very first lesson on communication with a study guide. And then the other lessons, if you'll make a gift of $100 or more, we'll send you the beautiful canvas if you make a gift of $1,000 or more. Some of you can do it. You'll be glad to do it. And you'll also get the Proverbs power teaching. Would you do that right now? Thank you for making that call. Thank you for making that gift. In impoverished and drought-stricken areas of Africa, children are suffering. The need is great, and without food, they face severe malnutrition, even death. With your support, Life's Mission Feeding Outreach can save lives by feeding and caring for children in the hardest-hit areas of Angola, Mozambique, and South Sudan. With previous reserves gone and Mission Feeding helping in areas with severe crop failure, we urgently need to replenish our food supplies to reach 400,000 children who are counting on us. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for three full months. And with your gift of any amount, we'll send you Proverbs Power, Successful Communication. This powerful CD series, along with study guide featuring Stephen K. Scott, unveils the secrets to incredible wisdom found only in the book of Proverbs. This series will give you the tools to transform your relationships in life. With your gift of $100 or more, request the complete Proverbs Power Library featuring five power-packed sessions that include the power of vision, breaking through mediocrity, and much more. Finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed and care for 100 children, be sure to request the Bridge of Faith framed canvas print by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your secure gift online today. You know, Proverbs Power, uh, the study guide, all of the other uh, lessons that are here, uh, that will be such a blessing to you, and they're on audio. So happy to send them to you. Uh, Steve's going to be with us another program, and you're going to hear from someone else who learned the power of Proverbs, even as he shared it. Would you thank Amy and Steve for being a blessing to us today? Thank you both. And you both communicate very, very well. Yeah. Thank you. May God bless everything you do for His glory, and He will.
Tomorrow on Life Today, Sheila Walsh spends Wednesdays in the Word talking with four ladies that love to see children rescued from devastating circumstances. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.